Well, we find ourselves here in the uh, warmest part of the year in July. But the good news is we're only 36 or 8 days. I don't know how many every days. 36 days away from teeing the football up. And it is the most offseason ever because, guys, Jim Harbaugh just got a four-game suspension. <laughs> <laughs> so Michigan bros are mad. But I think, you know, even there you should not lie to the NCAA. But Go Cats. Go Cats. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's good to be back with y'all. Let's, uh, let's talk some stuff. What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you're listening to episode 346 of the Wayne Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm joined by Tony Waller. You just heard him. And Will Leach. You heard him kind of, sort of. But this is um, our Get Back Together show. It's not the SEC preview show. It's not the national show. And it's definitely not the preview show of Georgia's first game. We're just going to kind of figure it out, and y'all are going to be able to Follow along with us as we figure it out. We're going to get caught up on what we've done this summer, what Georgia has done this summer, what Kirby has done and said this summer, and it's going to be a lot of fun. The bourbon is pouring, and we are talking, and here's Will to get it all started. So uh, I have some breaking news. Uh, I did not know this was happening today. I suspected it might be coming at some point, but uh, it did just come. I did uh, get the letter from the University of Georgia letting us know about the errors that we have made on this podcast in the past and let us know that we are demanded that we have them corrected or something will have to be done uh, from our... <laughs> Tony the- never did get the Munkin correct. From our theoretical editors. <laughs> right. Um, so my first observation about that is... Um, First off, uh, there's a lar- there's a larger discussion that had about this. Yeah. But I'm gonna keep it light for now. Yeah, no, knowing knowing the general counsel of the university the way I do, um, under no circumstances he take anything I say seriously. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they're like everything is baked in for Tony. Yeah, they're like, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little. We bit can send him a letter, but come on, no one knows, no one yeah. knows. Well, I we don't I don't want to go down that route yet. I, we, we, yeah. we, I, I think there's stuff to talk about with that, but let's keep it light from the get go and uh, I, get kind of caught up in everything. I do have a question? Are we calling this our season uh, season eight? Well, we started in 15, so that's 1, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Season 9. Are we ending season 8 right now? I think it's season... I mean, a baby is alive before it turns one so it's yeah like, like I'm, I'm that's why turned, that's why when you when you when you turn 10 when you when you turn 10 you are starting your second decade yeah when you correct. turn 50 you're starting your sixth decade so, oh my god so how old are you uh, older than that yeah see i just turned 47 so i'm really in my 48th year uh, yes. I, tur- I turned 55 this summer okay okay yeah, I'm just happy to still be here. Um, but, you know... We were, we were all in our 30s when we started this podcast. Y'all were in your oh, 30s. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Will and I were in That's our 30s, whole. yeah. Um, so, yeah. It was funny how, like, when I was in my 30s, I did not feel like, wow, someday I will look back at this and think about how young I am. <laughs> right. But I do now. Yeah. <laughs> so No, but... Tough, I, I, it's a long decade, guys. It's, it's good. We will talk a little bit about the AJC Follies. Um and I, other things, and other things, but I did, I did want to, I did want to kick off. Uh, I alluded to the cold open. It just has been announced today. Jim Harbaugh has been hit with a four-game suspension. Mm. Um, it is not lost on me that the four-game suspension is their second scrimmage, <laughs> Ball State, their fourth scrimmage, and Tennessee Martin or something. Yeah. No, right, I think it's right before Nebraska. 
It is right. His first game back, it, which it, I will it, be at that game, by the so way. So you are going to that game. I will be at the Nebraska-Michigan game. Um, so I will get the uh, – the, he'll be so excited. to run. His khakis will be bursting at the so, seams. Well, that's, at the pleats. Let's, let's mm. not oh, – I can't. Um, but uh, also, if you've paid any attention this summer, I assume you haven't, uh, Northwestern has a new football coach. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Who is it? Proving and <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah, uh, it is clearly a okay. We just have to get through this season. Higher. Keep your head down. Keep your head down. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't paid attention, the very uh, the very short version of the TLDR is that Pat Fitzgerald was fired after uh, the university president, frankly, tried to sneak something through that was just dumb, dumbly done. If, um, there's a really good explanation of how this could have been handled differently. Oh my gosh. On splits on duo. This is the worst crisis management I can I can fathom in college football. Yeah, I mean, so basically, just again, not to, not to spend thirty minutes on this, but um, they they had a law firm look into allegations of harassment and or hazing on the uh, Northwestern football team. And thought it was a good idea to try to sneak in a two-paragraph, quote-unquote, executive summary with a, we have completed our review, and Pat Fitzgerald will be suspended for two weeks without pay. And that, and we make fun of Medill graduates here, but they do have a decent journalism program. They, they, they do, uh, they do. And their students... It's not as good as Illinois, but it's second best. It's second, it's, it's, it's uh, Northern Chicago's one Big Ten <laughs> yes. media program. Yeah, obviously, Medill is a... Is a the, the Northwestern Journalism Program is an excellent program. And unlike every... Uh, their student journalists get to work on journalism all the time, unlike most people that work at newspapers in yeah. Chicago who have to do like 80 other things. So it's not surprising that the good, smart, young... They did a, they did a terrific job on this. Fantastic reporting, investigative reporting. Um, and I, the story was written in the smart way in that it was like... A lot of times student newspaper stories are written where it's very obvious what the reporter thinks about everything and it's very easy to skew. They played it right down the middle and when you play it right down the middle, that's how you nail people. And there's a neat segue to another story we're going to talk about, but not yet, mm-hmm. uh, out of that. But we won't go to there. Um, a couple other things. I don't know if you saw today. Uh, also, Adam Anderson received a one-year um, – he obviously is never going to play football for Georgia and might never play football again, uh, although we'll see. Um, to, uh, he got two charges of um, sexual battery, I believe, misdemeanor charges, and was sentenced to one year in prison, two one-year consecutive – I'm sorry, concurrent sentences – in prison, so that um, that's a that's been a long running mm-hmm. thing. We followed here um, really since he was suspended after the Florida game in 2019. Do I have that right? Or pre-pandemic? It was pre-pandemic. Was, pre- was it pre-pandemic? Okay, I just I couldn't remember when. Pretty sure it's pre-pandemic. Uh, or might have been 21. I thought it was 21. It was, yeah, maybe is that recent? First yeah. national championship. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it was 21. That's right. It was 21. Uh, okay, I'm, I get confused about time. Was Bill Clinton the president before the pandemic or after the pandemic? It is hard to say. It's really hard. Like time I mean, is just, time's I, a flat circle. Now. I mean, I think Bill Clinton's still president in his head. But so that is a thing that's popped up. And then, of course, media days happened, um, uh, which I felt like, um, look, I don't mean to surprise y'all, but George is the two-time national champion and back-to-back national champion. So a lot of the questions revolved around, are you going to catch Minnesota in three-peat? And uh, Kirby's like, uh, who's Minnesota? Um, Which is a fair. It's fair. fair it's fair. <laughs> um, they're rowing the boat. But the, um, I think the interesting part of the way Kirby 
had this as he is he is mastering the art of t- talking to his team through the media. Um, and it is, um, I will like you would like to see him. I think there is benefit to him loosening up a little bit. Now he's won two national championships. I think there is a benefit to him, uh, taking a little different approach. Um, but he, it, I, and he might still do that, but he, um, he, I think the way he handled the questions about speeding, is he, he's saying the only things he can say, and and the reality is is he he is like yeah we we got a problem but we need to we got to figure this part out, um, which is really what is the only thing he can say. I mean you you don't expect him to start throwing his players under the bus, you don't expect him to let that story uh, into questioning at the SEC media days dominate how he um, how he messages to his team, and frankly um, he he wants to. I mean, it's it's actually a, 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 in contrast to what Northwestern did. It's a, I wouldn't say great crisis management, but probably as good as you can expect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we want to go into the larger thing about it now, uh, but maybe maybe it's the big thing that's happened since then. Um, you know, I would say this. I would say that um, here's my as a journalist and as a Georgia fan and someone that lives in Athens. Um, I personally find the speeding thing... I mean, one of them got he got hit for an 85 and a 55. I may do that on the way home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't mean that it's okay. It just doesn't mean... I would argue that it is not an example of... Um, of New York Magazine letting its employees run out of control. Right. I would put it that way. And uh, so I think a lot of, uh, in my opinion, I think, uh, but what I would say the larger thing is, I do think that one thing that both the athletic department and now with the AJC letter, clearly mm-hmm. the university as well, being now, that the, I was a little surprised. You would know, I'm not going to make you in the details of that, but I was a little surprised to see the university get involved in something that is as generally an athletic matter, but I will not claim to know the particulars on that. I will say that I do think that what Georgia, as we do this transition period into um, Georgia is a two-time national champion, Georgia is Alabama. I still do not think of Georgia as Alabama. I don't know about you guys. I still do not think of them that way. I do not think of Georgia as the center of the sport that everyone's aiming at. I know that's probably the case intellectually, but it's our team, right? Like I don't, I'm never going to think of it that way. We all spent so many years desperate for a championship. It doesn't seem to me, because I'm so close to it, I would argue a lot of people are so close to it, that Georgia is not only, is not only the center of the sport, but when you say the sport, as Alabama can tell you, you're the target. And the target is not just from other teams trying to beat you. And I think one thing that Georgia, the athletic department, has not adjusted to yet is understanding that when you have the success that Georgia has had, you have a huge target on your back. And the smart thing to do is to get ahead of everything. Mm-hmm. And when this really goes back it goes back, I mean, I don't want to be crass about it, but it goes back to the parade. When the parade thing happened and the way that they handled the parade thing and the public 
realm, which I think was probably the correct way to handle it legally. But certainly, I would argue if you were not close to the situation, you might find the way that they handled the poor girl that died and whatever, however you want to phrase it, uh, put a, a lot of the onus on her as maybe a little bit crass, but probably the smart legal thing to do. What it did was it made every national journalist go, hmm, wait, what's going on over there? Mm-hmm. What's going on over there? And that's what it did. I'm just telling you that's, that that's, it would happen if it were in Auburn. It would happen if it were at Penn State. Maybe not the best example, uh, but uh, it would happen anywhere. It would happen to the Dallas Cowboys. Like that's, that was a, made everybody's ears go up. So I would argue that the speeding thing, I personally, like they got to get it fixed, the coach speaking thing, but it does not strike me as a capital offense. It sounds like something they probably need to get fixed. It doesn't seem like a culture out of control. Um, the accusations that were put in the AJC piece, I under I understood why they were upset about them, and I understood. And I'm, we do not get in debate about the firing or, or the aspects of that piece. But they went huge after that. But what happens is when you do that, it makes everybody go, "Hmm, wait, what's going on over there? What's going on over there? What's going on over there?" And I know for a fact that there are national reporters who are literally living in Athens right now, following these stories. Now, I, I, I am not saying there's anything wrong, that Georgia is doing anything wrong, or even Georgia is doing anything different than what any other university pro- football program is doing. But when you are at the center, like Georgia is right now, boy, you better have every single duck in a row if you are going this big after people like they did with that letter. And I think I understand why they did that letter. And clearly there were issues with that story. And there, we can all talk about, we can have discussions all sorts of journalistic ethic discussions about how it got to that point and where the AJC is and so on, how it was framed and so on. If, you, if you're going to write a story like that, you better have everything down cold and they didn't. Yep. And, the, and whether it's the right thing for the university to send this letter to fire at them, whether that's the right thing. But what it did was it made everybody go, hmm, wait, what's going on over there? And when you do that, I do not, is my opinion, I'm on the outside, Georgia is not doing anything more untoward or less untoward than any other major Georgia, any other major college football university. But Georgia is the team now. They are the two-time defending champ that's trying to win a third-time defending champ. And when it looks like you're being evasive or you're, or you're passing the buck or you're worrying about PR more than you're worrying about transparency... It makes you a target. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything worse than anybody else does. It just makes you a target and it makes people want to dig. And when people dig, wherever, if you dug in, if, you, if a full-time investigative reporter did a deep dive on my life, there'd be all sorts of stuff that they would write. I don't think it's anything that bad, but like, you know how these things go. They're like, wow, it looks like Will Leach was going 85 and a 55. You know, like there's always something, right? There's always something. And I, th- I would argue that the, str- the press strategy that they have is very circle the wagons, protect everybody here. And that works for a while, until it doesn't. And that's, it's funny about the Northwestern thing. Cause, uh, 
the Northwestern, the problem with Northwestern, the, the hazing thing was the problem. Mm-hmm. But the real problem with Northwestern thing is they thought they could, they were like, we'll be fine. It'll we'll be fine. fine. Yes. We'll be fine. We'll it's, be fine. It'll be fine. It's Patty F. It's Patty F. It'll be fine. It's Patty F. It's, yeah, exactly. And here the example would be like, it's Kirby. We've won two championships. No one's given a scrap or anything. And that's true until suddenly, dramatically, it isn't. Yeah. And that is the thing I worry about. Not that I think Georgia is doing anything wrong or more wrong, more specifically, than anybody else is doing. But when you have a cult, when you when your press strategy is to uh, uh, not obscure, but to be as withholding as you can, and then when you have the goods on someone, as I think they kind of did with the journal guy, go nuclear at him. What it does is it makes people be like, well, if if the goal of that letter was to be like, okay, no one's going to come after us now. It will have the opposite reaction. It will make people more likely to dig into stuff. It doesn't mean that they're going to find this horrible scandal. I'm not saying there's any horrible scandal going on, but I'm saying it puts you on the it, it. Georgia is more of a national representation of college football than I think that they realize. And when you and when you look like you are not being forthcoming about things, people will keep digging. Maybe they'll find nothing. I hope they find nothing. I really hope Georgia... But, and, but I'm just saying these things are always more precarious. Than I thought. And I always think back to... Um, listen, these last two years have been so wonderful. I think Georgia might well, just go ahead and win the national championship this year. It's going to be amazing. And nothing can ever take that away from any of us. But boy, I guarantee Astros fans get really annoyed when every single time that they're like, oh, oh yeah, we love that. That World Series was so great in 17. And they're like, yeah, but what about this thing you did? What about this thing you did? Or, or Penn State fans or USC fans. All of this success of wonderful things. All it takes is one scandal or one thing to make everybody else be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you won those championships. But you should feel bad about it because of this. We won't. I won't. We shouldn't. But it does. You get it. And so... Um, I think that Georgia is operating from a position of strength and should act that way. And I think I, I, I would argue they are circling the wagons in a way that is not the best press strategy. It doesn't really matter if they like, I don't care. Like I, like I don't like I'm more worried about them than I am offended or upset by it. But if you want to say other, if you, if there's a way to handle this stuff in the way, the correct way I would argue. And I think a lot of, crisis relations people would argue is not to be stop asking questions if you get something wrong we're going to destroy you that's what i'm saying so let me i understand the defense i understand just read that story and be like screw that guy we're going to get him i understand that i get it i would want to do the same thing well let me you're 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 representing larger than just this effects situation i'm sorry no no, i hear you and and look i i'm by no means i'm not I'm by no means dancing on the grave of the reporter's right. career, right? I, and understand that. And to be I very clear, this is not a Jason Blair type situation. It was a very sloppy story. It was a sloppy story. Frankly, the editor should be fired too. Yeah, of course. Right. And I so, and, the, and there are people like there are people who get, who make bigger mistakes than that in stories yeah. that don't get fired. Yes. So clearly the. The the surroundings of the situation led to that happening, and there and honestly, like, do I think the Journal Constitution was both correct to be angry with him and but also covering their ass to fire him? Yes, yeah, okay, I think that's I think, what, so. I think, I think, I think so. that's definitely what it was. But certainly, I, I uh, the criticisms of the story seem generally fair. But this is also not a guy that was like that was that was you know that was making up you know Kirby's has a 
bunch of coeds that he's chopped up in the shed or something. I'm making, I'm, I'm I, going, I'm going I agree with you, but I'll get to that part in a second. Look, I am somebody that believes that a strong and independent AJC is important to, for, for all of us. Because um, as much as I like the guys that, that follow and report on Georgia from various uh, online media sites, they're uh, clearly they are not it's a different vibe. partisans. It's a different vibe. They're, they are clearly partisans. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm fine with that also, but you have to understand where they come from. And I think the AJC, to a lesser extent, the online, uh, Athens Banner Herald are very much in, in, in like Seth and others are, are very, uh, they're not, they're not homers. Uh, and I want that to be robust. I view, and this is just me, mm-hmm. I view the letter very much as a, and I'll tell you why I think this in a second. Very much not as circling the wagons of, of, look, we ask for the names. One, you didn't give us a chance to comment on it. Two, three, and this is by the fact that the director of the EO office and the General Counsel University were at the press conference. Um, we've done our own internal investigation and can't find it. Here's a letter. Because you don't, I think you're right. I don't think you send that letter. I've known Mike Raber since the first day of law school, right, right, right. right? I've known him for literally 33 years. Um, I, I can say this with all confidence. There are things that, that, that don't get done at the university because Mike Raber is super careful, yeah. jealous of, and, and risk-averse. This is not in, a gunslinger. No, in protecting the interests and rights and long-term, uh, protect the long-term interests of the university. So the fact that Mike Raper stood up there at a press conference and sent a nine-page letter or six-page letter or whatever it was, that tells me a little something, right? Um, and I think, I think the university has one of two ways to do. You can let that story continue to fester and try to put out press pieces about it, or and and like put counter narrative pieces out there. Yeah. We've investigated, we can't find eleven. Or you can send a letter to the AJC, and it, it appears they did try to talk to them first, right? right. Uh, because AJC admitted that in the retraction, mm-hmm. like reached out to. Um, I mean, at some point, you. It. I mean, the, the only the only option the only option is it's either that or it's Baylor, right? There are things happening in Buttsmere Hall that even the University Council doesn't know right. about, and that's that's worse. And I don't I don't think that's what it is. I don't for I, I don't. I really don't because Ed, first off, I think if that were if that were the case, um, I think if that were the case, then we're we're we'll find out soon, right? right. But I also think if that were the case. Um, it is something Keanu Wilson and Mike Raber and Jerry Moorhead would, would find out about. And I say all that to say that um, I think that we are. I think you're exactly right. I think we we have reached the point where. Um, I, and I disagree with you. I think we are that team. Uh, we are that program right. now. And and I'm. Uh, I don't know. Do you think you guys know better than me? Do you think every Georgia fan feels that way? What's that? The, that we're that like I don't. We no 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 no. no, no. Look, we're, I think we're all still dealing with a lot of still dealing with, with some PTSD. Yeah, wait, wait right. for that first. Uh, you know, kind of like the Missouri game last year. I mean, I was kind of had to pull myself back from how I was in 2018 or 2019. Well, to be fair, Alabama fans to this day are ready to like fire Saban twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, 
an utterly ridiculous thing. Right? I mean, Saban, Saban can literally be coaching from a, a scooter in five years if he wants to. Though it's funny, like a year ago, I would have, if you'd asked me who's, who's in potentially more trouble for their job, uh, Nick Saban or Pat Fitzgerald, I probably would have said Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good like, point. And to me, which is the larger point, right? Like, it's not that, it's not losing that gets you, it's yeah. this stuff that gets yeah, you. Yeah, this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, I think, I think, I, I will, I will hazard, uh, guess to say and by this stuff i'm not saying anything specifically georgia is doing i'm saying scandal stuff scandal stuff is why you lose stuff theoretical scandal stuff not any georgia's yeah and i would hazard a guess that national media would be looking at georgia anyway um after the wreck i I think that's a thing i mean i Um, I mean they are and they were before the letter yeah but but, and frankly i think i think the letter in some way the letter also (laughs) i mean the letter basically also sent uh, because we don't look, we don't know what requests for information, and, and won't know because it's the ninety day thing, which I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we won't know which we won't know whether there is there are other people out there for well seventy more days. Right. Um, but the fact that the university sent that tells me that if there are others, it's not eleven. Um, mm-hmm. And and having said that. Um, the AJC either did not appropriately source 11, could only source two and one unnamed, um, and or um, they reported, they were based on reported hearsay, right? And none of those things are great. I mean, I think three is too many, personally. No, I know. Right? I mean, um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tough story to defend. Right. I'm, and, not, and, I'm not and, saying it's not. And we can actually have a debate about one of those three. Yeah. His behavior wasn't great, but it it wasn't. It also wasn't sexual assault. The so. the the the, lar- the overarching point is, I think that it's funny you mentioned that about the the on the site reporters, and yeah. the, and it's funny if you want to know what's changed with sports journalism in the last fifteen years. Fifteen years ago, that reporter would have gone up in the press box, and that story would have came out, and every single colleague, one of his colleagues, would have had his back. Now maybe they would have a story. Maybe they would have learned a little bit more and like, oh, that's pretty shady, man. And there would have been some discussion like that. But like, it would have started with we are journalists, we stick together, the side of the truth. That is not what happened in the situation. Every single one of those dudes were like, like whatever that, that raid guy, whatever that guy name is, it like just immediately just like went after him immediately. And like, I listen. I'm just saying that like. Do you work for the university or the team, or do you not work for the university and the team? Well, I mean, this is a little bit of a life imitating art thing, and I'm, I hope you don't get upset for me bringing this up, but this is actually what Buzz Bosinger was mad at about you all those years ago. I think he was mad because I used bad words. Well, we I mean, talked about also that, all, all, also that, but no, but this he was, was mad, a, this is not what he was mad. You don't think so? You don't think that he was foreseeing? Because here's the thing. It, I, I think, I think he didn't like. I think that this was that, that the fact that there were not impartial observers. Okay, that, well, that, and that's that was kind of where a I'm small going. part of his. That's right. And for the record, the dude like wore a Phillies hat. So like, well, there's, there's also that. Like, but, but, yeah, but I, I, I mean, my, my point is, my point is, is that, and I say this as a former blogger, right? But I also never held myself myself as a journalist, yeah. right? Yeah. Never pretend to be a journalist. I I asked for media guides and. Um, I I did some media like I reviewed some books because I can read and that sort of thing. But um, you know I never. I mean that is 
and, and again, I'm friends with, and I know several of those guys mm-hmm. that run those sites and uh, I have no problem because they're, they're kind of upfront with what, about what they are. Um, and that is a, um, that is, it's an interesting dichotomy now because the actual, like we, what we, those of us that care count on sites like the athletic and frankly, mm-hmm. the AJC sport pages, yeah. um, I, you know, there's nothing. And the Banner Hill, Banner Hill does a good job. Oh, the Banner Hill too. Yeah, but I, there's nothing. It, it really makes me angry when I see. Well, you think the hometown paper could support? No, actually, no. Yeah. I don't want them supporting Georgia. Right. I want them. I want them not to actively shit on Georgia. Yeah. But if Georgia does something wrong, they should. They should say that. That to me is the overarching thing of this: is that we should want if something like as fans of the team, which all three of us are, if something's going on. We should all want yes. to know about it. Yes. If something's not going on and someone says something's going on, we should be mad at the person that says that. Yes. But the overarching thing is we should want truth about these things. And, I, and for the record, when I say that, it gets spun into, oh, so you're trying to dig it? No. No, 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 no. I, I, believe you me. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine about this uh, when because uh, he, he disagreed with me about um, – uh, about the story, about the letter, like yeah. kind of you, you, like kind of you are, and frankly, a lot of people are, and um, and but what I said to him is like, listen, just to be very clear, my perfect case scenario on this story is that dude made everything up and has no idea what's going on right. because I want, I don't want this, I don't want anything bad happen to the program because I'm rooting for George. I want things to go okay, but if something is going on, which for the record does not appear to be going on from that story. Uh, we should all want to know yes, about Yes, we want to know. We should all want to know. It doesn't mean make up stuff. It doesn't mean make things that aren't that big of a deal into big deals. It should mean when if Georgia is, acu- is credibly accused of something, which this story I did not think – and frankly, I don't think the speeding – again, I don't think the speeding thing is as big a deal as everybody else thinks it is, as a lot of people seem to think it is. Um, but – if something is, is going on, we should cheer and want that to be found out rather than immediately say, you're a hater. You're, try, you're, you're trying to dig up stuff. Yeah. You're, you're, you've got an agenda. That's the other one. And like you, we should want truth to come out and we should want people to be forthright about what's going on, good or bad. Because otherwise, Pat Fitzgerald spent 15 years denying shit that was going on. And now people can't even enjoy all the good stuff that happened with Northwestern for the last 10 years. Well, nothing good happened the last five years. But the point is that, like, I don't ever want that. Like, you don't want the last, like, nothing can ruin the glory of the last few years. But it can get tainted. It can get tainted. Yeah. And, and, that's exactly right. And I don't want that. Because it was wonderful, and the future is going to be wonderful. So we should want, we should want this stuff. We should want more transparency. I think it's one thing to cheer for a team; is another thing to be a zealot uh, and assume that the human beings that are making backroom decisions about a program are the same as rooting for the players. Rooting for them is the same as rooting for the players. Yeah. And, I, and, I'm, and again, to be clear, I'm now talking theoretically large. I'm talking about like being a Cardinals fan and a Illini fan and a Knicks fan and a Georgia fan. Like I want, like believe you me, you know how much it sucks that Jim Dolan owns the Knicks. That sucks. Like I hate that guy, but I'm still going to root for the team. And but I also want him gone. And Georgia does not have the situation. I I like you know many of the people involved in the Georgia program, and I like them, and I am cheering for them, and I think that they are good people. But I also think if you want to avoid things getting tainted, be transparent. 
be transparent because that it's not the crime. It's, it's the, the cover-up. Cover ask, ask, by the way, ask Jim Harbaugh. Right? Yeah, exactly. Let's get exactly. games now. Exactly. I'm, and again, I'm not saying there's a crime. I don't think there is a crime. But if you are transparent, no one can accuse you of a crime. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can get us a little bit out of this ditch. Um, I'm ready. So um, a couple of things to, for, for us to, to probably should talk about tonight are a couple of things that, um, like, we are, I guess we'll call this our Season 9 preview. Uh, I'll allow it. I don't get to decide that, but whatever. Season um, nine starter. Starter. Yeah, this is like the kickoff to season yeah, nine. Yeah, Because the next Pre- one's going to be our big national preview. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said I, mean, I should have said premiere. Not premiere, premiere. Yes, yes. yes. Um, yeah, we, we have fewer searchlights and um, a lot... Our marketing budget's down this year, um, but uh, it's definitely down. So, um, hey, hard times hit, hit everywhere. Um, so, I do, I do, Biden. I do want, right? I do want, um, I, I did want to talk for a minute before we got into some some administrative and other things. Um, something's been. Let me let me have. Let me. Can I have the pulpit for a minute? Something's, oh, been, something's been sitting on my heart. Um, I, it has occurred to me uh, – well, there are two things that have occurred to me. First off, George's going to lose a football game again sometime. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, I, it came up when I, when I did the broad, broadcast with uh, – podcast with Ryan Nanny. He's like, what, what, if, what do you think happens if that happens in Florida, Georgia? And I was like, well, it'll happen at Georgia, Florida. First. <laughs> um, and then second, I was like, I honestly don't know. I mean, first off – First off, unless it's a last second thing, there'll be no Georgia fans there, right? He, he's like, "Oh yeah," I said, "Both fans are that way." I said, "Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah." I said, "But it's going to happen at some point. There, there will be an SEC team somewhere in the future that will absolutely pay a five hundred thousand dollar fine because they beat Georgia." Um, which gets me to the second part of this, guys. We won two national championships Ooh, in a row. It's very exciting. Let's not be asses, okay? It is. F- Fine. People can say bad things about our team. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's not 2015 where they are personally talking about your preacher, your mom, your dad. They're talking about Georgia football. And frankly, they are literally, if you were to go to Wikipedia and look up the definition of haters, they're actually haters now because Georgia's two-time national champion. They're haters now in a way that never have been before, in a way that it never has been before, right? They're like, well, Georgia's never going to win. Well, you know, you, you want to jump in that fight, that's fine, and that's perfectly understandable why you would do that in 2019. There's no need to engage in that now. now. There's no need to engage in that. Just point the scoreboard, guys. Just point the scoreboard. Act like you've been there. You know why? We've been there. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and that's something, that's something that very few programs can say. First off, and uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't actually sat down and look at a lot of stuff, but I'm with Will for over here. Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's just go do it. I want the three. I want, like, we'll, we'll I do, do it. Uh, yeah. We'll I will do I, this in our big national thing, but like, I want, like, as a scene setter, I think I want the three more than I wanted the two. I think I'm with Will in this. <laughs> I'm actually with, like, last year I was like, I don't know, man, we just want one. It's so great. It's so pretty and nice. Everything's like, yeah, I want to go dominate. Yeah. I want to go get me one. Let's I mean, no one's done. One. I mean, like literally Minnesota. Like yeah, that, that, like that. That's back when it was like just like polar bears and penguins playing football, and like it is. And like, they're all dead. They're all um, dead. They died. They don't. The lifespan's nothing like a human's. Like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Three, I, I, three. I think I, Saban never got three. Bryant never got three. Like three. Every single coach that, whose name you can say never got three. We they could get three. We will not account for. Who was the Minnesota coach? I, I know you're going to ask that. We'll have. Yeah. By the way, one of the one of the. I um, didn't. I didn't look that up. Yeah. No. Well, actually, one of the the um, 
Yeah, the lean times down here in Podcast Central <laughs> means that we had to let the gimp go. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> By the way, last night, my oldest son, Jack, and Jennifer and I, he watched Pulp Fiction with us. Oh, did like oh, it? Oh, wow. I fast-forwarded mm. through that part because it, it bothered me as an 18-year-old the watching gimp? it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so I just explained to him. I just called him. it Tuesday. I don't know why it bothered you. <laughs> but I got I basically, I, I got back to the part where Zed is sitting there, mm. and then Bruce Willis and Ving Rhames are like, we cool? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we cool. Yeah. We cool. Yeah. What about us? There is no us. Right. I tell you what, that right. is, I, I, that movie was on HBO or something uh, Sunday night after I went to the Cubs Cards game. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, the Cubs Cards game. So I was in Chicago, so I decided to go out to Wrigley, and was like, hey, look. And, and I had my head because I, I, first off, I'm married to my wife who actually tells stories like Quentin Tarantino does. Um, I was able to. Out of order and vulgar. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I mean. Um, I had in my head, I had my head, that was the end of the movie, not the penultimate scene. Yeah. I had my head oh, wow. when that, that, that uh, Fabian and um, Butch, right off, that's the end oh, of the yeah. movie. And mm-hmm. I, b- because I lined things up. Right, I have to mm. line things up. Mm-hmm. Like even Reservoir Dogs, I line yeah. things up. Um, it just uh, Oppenheimer's going to be a problem. But. Oh. No, 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 it won't be. It won't be. I mean, I can watch a movie. Yeah, like yeah. That. Right, right, right. Also, I, because I am a 55 year old man and I grew up in a time where I was scared to death over the nuclear bomb. Yeah, right. I know an awful right. lot about the Trinity right. test. It's just um, out of order. Right? It's, it's just out of order. order. I say all that to say that um, we will not broach uh, Bernie Beerman slander here. Slander here. Bernie Beerman was the head coach of the oh. Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um, I mean, and also, listen, not just that no one's done three in a row before. It's about to get so much harder to do three. It's, I mean, it hasn't been done in 100 years. It's about I, to get, like, really hard to win three in a row. I'm glad. We explain to people, because some may argue, no, it's going to be easier. No, it's going to be you harder. you got to play an extra game. Yeah, I mean. At like, least one extra game. Yeah. Like, there's a re- like. There's a reason that NFL teams, like NFL teams have right. three playoff games. If you're a really good team, you have three playoff games. College basketball teams, like there's been one repeat champion in 40 years because you have to win six games. Like there's six different opportunities to lose. It's about to get so much harder. Just to get in is going to be hard. I mean, like Minnesota won it because probably four Dudes from Chicago voted, voted them on them. the right day. Yeah, because they had like twelve or thirteen polls back then. Yeah, and like they barely beat the U of University of Chicago and like Yale State or something. So yeah, I mean this is this is high level, highest level stuff. To win three, you should do it now because my, my official prediction is if Georgia does not win this year, none of us will see a three time champion in our lifetime. I think that's fair. I do think that's fair. I mean, our our grandparents didn't. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah. And so it's um one of the things about all about this whole this whole thing that is um that it gets me is that people are working the assumption that oh Georgia's schedule is so easy and it is easy. I let's let's embrace that Georgia's schedule is easy and I I am fine with you talking about Georgia's schedule being easy. But once you start mocking Georgia's schedule, if you're just going to completely downplay the fact that Georgia, literally 35 days from now, is supposed to be in Norman, Oklahoma, playing the Oklahoma yeah. Sooners, despite whatever we think the Sooners are going to be, um, you, you're you just kind of doing yourself a disservice. But having said that, okay, let's let's assume Georgia's schedule just so easy. Are, 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 do you – and well, I'm not trying to get the previews, but if Georgia goes 12-0, do you think Georgia makes the playoffs if they lose to – Whomever wins the West. 
I mean, I think that's a, a coin flip today, right? Um, okay, let's assume they get in the playoffs. Well, they're not playing Ball State in the playoffs. Yeah. And they're not playing Ball State if they win that playoff game. And, and I realize there's a game of attrition that happens. But if you look at Georgia's talent stack here, you, are you at all worried about that? It's also kind of weird. Like, Georgia plays in the SEC. Yeah, and invariably two of those teams that we think are going to be jabronis are going to be a lot better. And let's not forget, like before the Georgia-Tennessee game last year, I was like, oh, it's Tennessee past Georgia. Here they come. Like this is the team. And Florida has been in similar. Like it's very weird for me for to see Georgia playing Auburn, Florida, Tennessee. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And everyone's like, this schedule sucks. Like for crying out loud, did T- what was TCU schedule like last year to be able to get to that point? Like, Thank it's, you. Like, it's totally insane the idea you would look at an SEC team and be like, they just coasted into this. Like, really? <laughs> like, cause they're in the SEC. Well, part of that is um, I, I am not, by no means am I advocating for Georgia Tech to get good again, but Georgia Tech being better would, would blunt some of that, right? Because people, everyone talks about UT Martin, Ball State, and Georgia Tech. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you just named a a national champion in my lifetime in that list. And it's not right. either the first two. Like think about like, let's say a Wisconsin or low Illinois uh, wins the big 10 West this year. And they go all the way through 12 and 0. No one's going to say if they, if they, if they make the big 10 championship and win that game over whoever they win it, they're going to say, Oh, well, I mean, they'll, they'll, of course, everyone will assume they, they earned their way in. And they will play the schedule so much easier than what Georgia will play this year. Like, I think the problem is the, I think the reason people are saying it's such a a bad schedule, they don't get Alabama, they don't get uh, LSU, and then the non conference schedule is terrible, which is not their fault. Yeah. And they only have, like, they only have three true road conference games, too. Um, And that's the byproduct of of playing Florida. I mean, Florida, we're we're visiting at Florida, right? and then we're on the road to... to and the best team on your schedule is you're playing on the road. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other part about it. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a team that's... That over-under on their team is nine and a half. Yeah, um, yeah that's... That's team nothing. Is good. That's nothing. They're, if, think, not, if your team has a look, nine and a half I, win total and they're in the SEC, I kind of feel like that's a pretty tough team on your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, again, without getting too far into the weeds about a season preview or, mm. or, or SEC preview... Every year we go, we sit here, we have sat here, and it's like, ugh, the schedule sucks. And then we end up having game day three times. Right. right? <laughs> but and, and part of this Georgia. Mississippi State of the year, that was the, yeah. like, it's the best yeah. game in Mississippi Kentucky, State. Kentucky, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 2001, it was Arkansas-Kentucky back-to-back yeah. game yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we... we the, kickoff. Both of those teams turned out to be a little better than average SEC teams. Also, let's not... Uh, like, uh, let's not... Let's note that, like, let's say Florida had the exact same schedule as Georgia did this year. No one would say, oh, Florida has the easiest schedule. One of the reasons that Georgia has seems to have a schedule where they're favored so much every game is because Georgia's really good. Also, <laughs> like... They don't have to play Georgia. Yeah, they, like, Georgia's really good. Like, I saw this... Uh, they, they had the, 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 the ACC preview show. Uh, Mark Richt was on, by the way, looking very good. Good. And uh, and he was... And they, they were doing... And they, of course, they said, well, look at the schedule of Georgia. And they had the percentage that they are to win each game. I think the lowest one is 79. But it's weird to say that and say they're all playing all crappy teams no georgia is like the two-time defending national champion is really good of course they're going to be favored over everyone that that they play the idea that georgia that somehow this would be a more earned thing if they were like oh well we respect like 
there's an extra game against LSU or something. Like, Georgia's still going to be favored in that game to the two-time defending champions. Yes. But do you know how happy I am, the fact that we have two cupcakes to start the season to get Carson Beck ready? I mean, if that hadn't happened... Well, we got to pause real quick. We have a UGA employee walking mm-hmm. in. Oh, sorry. Shh, be quiet. Not me. Be quiet. Not me. Be quiet. Oh, no. What are you mad at me about now? Uh, how's it going, man? It's, it's good. It's good. I'm tired, but it's good. This is, uh, this Earn, is my cash money. My son, Jack, who's just, he still has his name tag on. He, if you go to the University of Georgia golf course and play golf, Jack might take your cart from you. you or he might go, give you, you a cart. You could go and not play golf. You could go, yeah, Jack. You could go to the range. Might be weird. Yeah. <laughs> you see Jack. <laughs> if he did do that. Yeah. But yeah, come and stop by if you ever play. Yeah. He, yep. he accepts tips. I do. I, I accept tips. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't do anything. I accept them. <laughs> 15% of what? Whatever you think. Whatever you think I, I am, I've done worthy. But yeah, so, but I think the overarching thing is that, like, we, we can have the defense about the schedule and everything, but the really the theme to this year is because also this is like the end of history in a lot of ways this year. It's before the yeah, divisions right. change, yeah. it's before we go to the playoff, it's before Texas and, and Oklahoma come over. Like, this is really feels like the last year. You could, like, this is the year to win three in a row. Like, this is the year that, like, everything's set up for them. And whatever, if Georgia doesn't win three in a row, it'll be like, what's gone wrong with the Georgia program? <laughs> like, it's fine. But certainly, it feels like if you were, if a team were ever going to win three in a row, you couldn't hope for a better opportunity yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, unless that's a bit, it could have like another year of eligibility. I mean, especially considering <laughs> what we're staring at in 24, right? Yeah. Uh, Which we're like, how many of these road trips can I possibly are afford? To, are you about to talk about the 24 schedule before we talk about the 23 schedule? Well, we're, we're going to do a preview, right? So, yeah. but. We're just freestyling. I mean, next year, next year. Well, obviously, freestyling. I went way too long on that crap at the beginning, and I'm sorry. Well, next year at home, we have Auburn, Mississippi State, and Tennessee, and we go to Alabama. We go to Kentucky. We go to Ole Miss, and we go to Texas. To Texas. By the way, I said that just so I could set Scott up for the we're going to Texas before. We're going to Texas, ain't it? Amazing. There are a number of people that have brought that music. Like, and I guess that's kind of our brand is talking about not going to AM. I love that when I, that came out, I texted all of us and Scott was like, We're still not going to AM. I was like, We're on brand today, guys. We're on brand. The minute they announced, the, of all those games, I, I think I want to go to Texas most. I know going to Alabama. I, I just seen them play at Texas. Going to Austin, it's such a wonderful city. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I, want, I want to go to that game. Fortunately, there's 119,000 seats in that stadium, yeah. whatever there are, uh, yeah. because that ticket's going to be hard oh, to get. Gonna be hard to get. Of course, I'm going to Kentucky because that's I get to Kentucky. The advantage is that Austin is massive, so there should be plenty of places to stay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, and decent barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in a in a little segue, let's uh, talk for a second about Georgia basketball. The basketball team is mm-hmm. off in Italy right now. Right. Uh, it is announced Georgia is playing in the Naismith Tip Off Classic or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. Classic in Vegas. As it turns out, I have to be in Vegas that week. Oh, you, oh uh, that's awesome. So I have... Are they going to play in that giant eyeball thing? Is that the new... Uh, <laughs> you mean the sphere? The sphere, oh my God. I, I, uh, they're my playing my the, parents are going there next week, and my dad is all he can talk about is the sphere. He so they, 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 we were there last in 20. Yeah. They were building the sphere, like literally right beside. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right you beside. Know, you know, saying. the most expensive golf course is the Wynn Golf Course, and as you're looking down <laughs> the fairway, you see a giant eyeball staring at They can't be happy about that. Oh, I don't think they care. They're getting that money. Um... But I, yeah, I'm not a golfer, but I would imagine I would find it distracting. Yeah. So, but Georgia will play Oregon. I think Southern Cal plays Kansas State on the women's side. LSU plays 
Uh, this LSU play yeah, Southern Cal, like, something like that. Yeah, uh, and um, I'm a little disappointed both Georgia's teams are not there. But I am going. I, I oh, I, you got to go. Oh, well, yeah, because I have to be there the next evening for my for board right. for NALP. Um, and and that is, but that's why I'm going to miss. Is it T-Mobile? Is that where they're playing? They're playing T-Mobile. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm missing Georgia, uh, Mississippi, which we'll talk about later in the season. But I have a uh, now board meeting. Um, uh, it's been so long That'll since we've fun. done this. I'm so present now. Um, but uh, we have an outboard meeting in Vegas that week. Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going, going to watch your basketball team, college basketball team in Vegas is so I'm I'm so fun. excited. It's so fun. I have not been to an away. Because like, you can like, just walk through like the hotel, walk through the MGM. I'm like, hey, like I saw them play UNLV there. And it's just like, and I walk out and I'm right back in the bar that I just, it's really incredible. Like it's super, super, super fun. It's why all the, the all those tournaments are always in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, because it's fun. Because it's so fun to do those things um, in Vegas. But the, Super Bowl's in Vegas this year too. Super Bowl's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be nuts, though. I assume your Airbnb is not walking distance. Uh, it is because I, I got it uh, like nine months ago. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was ahead of the game on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but we're um, but we are now staring down uh, a couple of things. So, administratively, uh, Scott, we uh, we have talked over Scott way too much. Well, that's why I was going to give Scott. So, y'all knew a whole lot more about that situation than I cared to learn or I went, speak about. For the record, I, I, that's longer than I wanted to go on that. I, but I think it, we need to talk about it because I, I, I think it's important. I, we should, I, think, I wish we would have done it second. I hope we didn't lose anybody doing that. Uh, I don't think we did. Yeah. I think I think I think I pulled it out the fire. Uh, no, John, no, yeah, you yeah. did. I mean, no, I, 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 I actually, actually, I, I, too long I, that I went harder than I really wanted. To. I have talked to some people who feel exactly like you do. It's not that I disagree with you as much as I just feel differently yeah. and think. I think there is. I think there are other things to play there. So um, I, I, to me, I, I'm just trying to make sure it's very clear that I'm not. I don't actually think I'm not being like. What are you hiding, Georgia? That's not what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I'm the one in Baylor. <laughs> um, well, that's. So, I mean, that's the reporter that's here. She's here. She's living in Athens right now. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. if there's something, she's gonna find it. Well, no. I, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> not. I, 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 I say this at peril. Um, I, I say this in in all reverence uh, to both the media process and to the football program. If there's something, she finds it. Yeah, absolutely. and I mean, I mean that sincerely. That is exactly um, how we. That's exactly because we, that's because. how everyone should feel. Yeah, not just as a sports fan, but frankly, as a human. As a human, that's exactly right. Um, okay, go ahead. Sorry. So we are uh, obviously we're together for the first time since. We did this via Zoom in early June. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to take next week off, and then we will be back in a couple of weeks to do our the big national preview, mm-hmm. right? And then SEC preview. SEC preview. And then Georgia-specific preview. Right. And, and then the And, and then yeah. uh, the UT. We're going we're, we're gonna to talk about Do you know their you know mascot? Martin. Scott? T. Martin? The oh. Martin. Skyhawks. Skyhawks. Yeah. I think they should think actually be T. Martin. Yeah, I think they should be the T. Martin, T. Martins. <laughs> that is exactly what they should be. <laughs> um, I think T. Martin's son is actually a baseball player. For, like, t- was drafted. for Tennessee Martin? No, he was drafted in the MLS draft. Damn, that felt like a really neat synergy. He plays for um, the T. Martin, T. Martin Jr. Did I use the word right, synergy? Yeah, that's true. Um, we, uh, we will, by the way, we will do the uh, pick them again. Uh, that's something I've got to put together. We have 30-something days. Um, but you know, we are, I, I realize this off season has been uh, sparse for us. And we, we, I just re- realized we got to figure out a way to fit Seth Emerson in here somewhere. Oh, so, well, yeah. I mean, he's from earlier. Yeah. But we got to figure out a way to get oh, him. In, in I mean, in the past he's come to our Georgia preview show. 
Uh, we'll so bring them here. We'll see if he can come Yeah, yeah he's probably busy doing stuff. Yeah. For the uh, record, you talk about people that disagree with me about the letter. Seth disagrees with me about the letter. So, yeah, like, he, yeah. And he and I have talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I think that, that it's it's hardly just like all journalists are on my same page on this. Yeah. So, um, so but we, um, you know, we, we have had a super, super, super busy few months. Uh, part of his time alive for us, uh, part of us being a well-regarded published author traveling off to Montana. Mm-hmm. Go uh, to Missoula, Montana. It's a beautiful oh town. Oh, my right? God. It's, it's a crazy place. This is the only place I've gone other than Kauai where I thought, why does not everybody live here? Like I mean, we're, we're all idiots for not living here. I think for, they did game day there last year. In Missoula? Yeah. yeah for, oh, Montana uh, State. For, yeah, for uh, Brawl of the Wild. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that is, uh, that's actually the premise of Yellowstone. You know, why <laughs> keep people out of Montana. Um, the... Between uh, between Will's uh, book publishing mm-hmm. and, um, and still on sale, you still on sale, absolutely discount. go get it. Uh, you'll recognize a couple of names in there. I'll have you know. By the way, I want to make this clear while I have you. Uh, uh, Maggie's been reading the book. And she's like, why did you make the Wallers Trump voters? I was like, no, that's not, it's not, it's just the name. Wait, are you texting her daughter? She sent me the Instagram message. Okay. Okay, cool. She sent me the Instagram message. And, uh, and because she was, she said, okay, I didn't mean that, that, that that sounded, it was accusatory in a way I didn't mean. (laughs) If I have your daughter's number, I'm not going to apologize for it. But no, she didn't send me the Instagram message. And uh, so she, basically she was reading the book and she's like, and she was, did not like that I had made. Uh, just the dad, Jason Waller. just the dad, and also like first off, Jason Waller is an awesome character, and I think it, everyone likes him. I hope everyone likes. But I more to the point, it's not the Waller family. Just like the Jack, I, actually, the Jack Duvall in the book is a baseball. It's yeah. the same Jack Duvall. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much hundred percent. Yeah, he's a. Um, but we, um, um, but we, and, and Scott, of course, has had. Uh, he has three kids. I'm super involved in athletics, including one that uh, played. Uh, both travel ball and GRPS all stars and came within one game of having to go, having getting to go to the national tournament. Yep. Um, lost to Tacoa. They to, hit five home runs. They earned it. Yep. They were the better team. Yeah. And that and, was straight from Walker's mouth. So yeah. I, I respected the, yeah. the maturity. Oh, wow. That that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I feel cool. like uh, I mean, a, lot, a lot of uh, sports message board people can learn a lot yeah. from you. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. He's also my second favorite character. And, um, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of the movie with the Elsa in them? Oh, Frozen. Oh, Frozen. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Sorry, he is his, his his hair is he doesn't have frosted tips. He's got frosted hair. Yeah. Um, I think he's better to have frosted hair than frosted tips. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And you heard Jack earlier. Jack is a well-regarded golfer at Oconee County High School, um, and then turned then also is on the is it called the Ryder Cup? The North Carolina. Well, he's he was asked to play for a Georgia team, a Georgia junior team, in a Ryder Cup style format versus a North Carolina team. And it'll be at the end of August. Okay. So he's. It's going to be twelve guys and eight girls, and they're doing the four ball and the alternate shot and then the singles. They're going to play three rounds. Yeah, yeah. It got postponed <laughs> last week, and that was when it was like ninety-eight degrees. So he wasn't too upset. No one's disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think it's worth repeat. Uh, worth repeating. Because I think everyone knows this. Uh, Georgia great Brian Horman. Won the Open Championship, uh, long time. And y'all heard him quote Kirby in his oh, yeah. uh, post game. Yeah, uh, post game, post match. Long time former former reader of the Georgia Sports Blog. I've heard through the grapevine he listens to this podcast a little bit. So okay. um, that's I'm I'm really happy for him. I yeah. mean, if it, if it wasn't Chris, it, 
Chris Carter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah Chris yeah. was over there. Um, but uh, Chris has had a good year as well. He's playing, he's playing really he's good He's played very well. I saw him today riding a scooter uh, with his boys. Look, we are at the time in the year where it's, it's past, a little past silly season. We've had uh, SEC media days. Other conferences are having media days. Uh, the Pac-12 is not mm-hmm. televised. Solid uh, Verbal starting to do the conference previews. Solid Verbal so and Spitz on Dio, mm-hmm. Duo are doing their. Um, by the way, I, I, I get a little shot, a shout out to Josh Hancher um, at uh, Dog Stats. Um, um, I had the opportunity to look at some of the stuff he's put together on season preview. Uh, like, you're up. I'm, this is an unsolicited. It's not, we're not a sponsor or anything like that. But you got $8 to spend and you care about advanced stat. He does a great breakdown of everybody in the Power Five. Um, in the Power Five conferences, that could you repeat I, this for the for again? What's that? Repeat where, repeat the what the uh, Josh Hancher at Dog Stats on Twitter's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's on Blue Sky, but you know if he is, you'll find him there. Or but Threads, dogs, Are you using Threads, DogStats.com. Uh, I, I jumped into it both feet right when it launched, and then like many people with a new app, they kind yeah. of go back to what's comfortable. Yeah. So now I'm on X. 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 Oh, you, you're really going to call it? Oh, X? we can't call it Twitter. I don't know. It's got an X on it whenever I sign in. Yes, yes, it does. He bought X.com back in like 2000. Yeah, I know. And he wanted, he wanted to keep that the name for pay, for PayPal, and they kicked him off the board. Because yeah, of okay. I don't want to go down a whole thing here, but I mean, Twitter's a verb. Why would you do that? No, it's, it's, because it's, you're, you think you're smarter than everybody in the room, right? I mean, I mean, there's seriously going to be a who would direct who who's going to direct that movie? Hopefully, Fincher. Hopefully, Fincher. Fincher would do that. Oh yeah, that would be really good. Fincher would do that right. Um, But yeah, it would be. uh, I don't know. I I I will say the uh, not to get soft talking again, but like the uh, the, I was already before Musk. I was mostly off of Twitter, and now I'm now I, I find it. Essentially unusable. It's okay. Uh, the David, uh, the David, the Will Leach in Northern Ireland were real tight. So he's he's right. doing great. He's doing great. He still ever wants. He actually sent me a message the other day saying, uh, "I haven't got one of your." Uh, no one's yelled at me for a while. I was like, "Yeah, the Cardinals are having a bad year." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time the Cardinals are doing well, they're like, "Ooh, I'm so angry for that Will Leach." I'm like, "No, it's the other." It's, it's I saw a funny funny meme the other day that I almost screenshotted and sent to you, but I decided against it because it was kind of mean. But it had four. It had four quadrants. It had a hexagon, an octagon, a polygon, and then the fourth one was the St. Louis Cardinals logo. Mm-hmm. And it said, season's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. But I, wow. I stopped. I listen, like, I get it. I get it. You know, every, listen, we, it's been 20 years since the Cardinals have had a bad year. So uh, they're probably due probably for do. one. Probably do. Yeah. Probably do for one. Well, I will say I, I went to Wrigley the, uh, Sunday. Is that just two days ago? I don't remember. It's guys. been that kind of summer, guys, man. I don't, I don't understand how y'all... It, those of you that listen to this travel all the time, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I went to London this summer. <laughs> like, right? like, it's just like it's out of control. Like, I, I, you and I... It's, I you've been at ba- every baseball stadium in Georgia, and I feel like I've been all over the country. You've been all over the country. It's great. We're switching it up. My dad's calling Your dad's now. calling? My dad's calling now. Um, do you take it? it? We can, we can, nah, we can wrap up. Okay, be fine. He'll call back if something's going down. Um, yeah, so I, I went to Wrigley on Sunday for Cubs cards. Uh I was supposed to meet our friend Paul, but uh, mm-hmm. he he was like, not able to come up. Uh, is so he still in still in Bloomington? He's still in Bloomington. Still in Bloomington. Uh, it's possible he approached Rivian. It's possible he will come down when Rivian opens the plant in Georgia. That's a whole different conversation. But I was, we had made plans to go, so I had you know because 
98% of my, my clothes are red, um, and I did not want to have problems on the L. Um, I decided that I would wear, uh, I had a, a gray Georgia t-shirt that I wore, but the only hats I own are red. Um, so I had my Georgia hat on, and I will tell you that I got, uh, as is my habit in ballparks where you can do this at, I usually take a at some point, and I did this at Fenway when I was there in uh, June, just walk the stadium. Go down, go down in the bottom, walk the whatever level I'm on. I had good seats, so I was kind of walk that level on the bottom level. Dozen go dogs. I was it oh, was it was great. heartening. It was really heartening. Uh, at least two Illinois folks gave me a go dogs. And I get an ILL back. Mm. Uh, it it was fun, and, and I got some go dogs on the L as well. It's good. Time. Uh, it's a look. It's a. We are a long way from Stuart Mandel's Montana project, which is is famous over mm. at Get the Picture for Slender Blutarski. Uh, we're a long way from him saying, hey, you ask four or five people in a bar in Montana if they, they recognize this and if they don't think it looks like it's not a red Green Bay logo. Because, <laughs> look, look, I went through that when I moved to Central hmm. Illinois. People, I had literally people asking me, why do you have a red Green Bay hmm. flag up? Um, I don't think that's something that will happen. There. I don't think that is any danger in that. If anything, nope. They'll be like, why do you have a Green Georgia thing? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. So. But, um, all right, well... Um, um, it's uh, it's Scott. Where, do you have do you have is there anything else for us or do you have stuff? You oh, want I got to I got something to add. Carson Beck, just answering the question. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I think he's gonna do just fine this year. He's got some time. So here's we've got we got about ten minutes left, and um, as as custom, you know, I I come up with stuff towards the end of the the show. And this week, if you're on Twitter like me, you X. see. Uh, or X, um, isn't that a drug? I, I mean, I, I generally, I don't want to sound crazy, but usually when you get the word X in the internet, I usually just assume it's porn, right? Like I'm not. Well, I, crazy I, can't, here. I can't wait, guys. There are some people that pay eight dollars a month for X. Yeah. <laughs> Have you made that joke yet? Oh yeah, twice. <laughs> Absolutely. The biggest thing that shows up on my feed is uniform Twitter, uh, and the Ooh. NFL has really. Done a great job. I mean, the algorithm's not bad. Well, the algorithm is keeps feeding me Cleveland Browns, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tennessee Titans. Wasn't there all a debate about whether stuff. Tennessee can do Houston or not? Well, and yeah. I think that is a good one. I don't know where I saw it, but it's the Houston franchise that moved. But I saw someone argue that case, and I hadn't thought of that. And I, I think that the Texans should be able to wear that. Oilers throw, but I think they don't want to. They I think, probably yeah. don't. I, like, and I think of it like the Washington Nationals. They do a throwback Montreal Expos once a year, right? And like, so like, it's, it's just weird. The same, it's the same. It's the same franchise. Yeah. And I see is that like you know I mean listen, I've long argued that Cleveland Browns fans should have celebrated uh, when the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl because if it was still your team, they just right. changed their name. Yep. I can see how in that specific instance they might not feel that way, but um, true, technically speaking. This is a podcast. We don't have a video feed. So if you have a good Im- imagination or you've seen some of the stuff, you'll be able to, to kind of figure it out. But, you know, the teams so far that have introduced something new. And, and of course, I'm not mentioning the Falcons because they brought back the red helmets and they've done their throwbacks and they're going to be wearing them again this year. The other good thing with the Falcons, they got rid of the gradient jersey. Which was terrible. So they're not going to be. Yeah, they're not going to be wearing the gradient jersey. Um, but you know, you've got the Arizona Cardinals, Will's mm-hmm. team. Uh, they've gone for a more cleaned up look. Mm-hmm. You know, the the all whites look good. They still have the the white helmet. They have an alternate black 
Cardinal helmet, which I'm kind of like, eh, yeah. whatever. That they're in. Arizona. I always think go back to the old bird. I prefer the, the bird. The is nice, different. yeah, yeah the uh, nicer yeah. bird. I like the nicer the, bird. The mean I prefer phoenix the nice bird. bird. And, and the, they they did used to be the phoenix cardinals mm-hmm. right when they moved. But mm-hmm. uh, but I digress. Uh, the Detroit Lions they they just introduced an alternate helmet, which it's like a slim down lion, and it's uh, silver, and it has some blue stripes mm-hmm. on it. I'm on a thick lion. Huh? I want a thick line. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. I mean, I'm sure the people in Detroit love it, but uh, I I didn't really care for it. Another one I really hate, Indianapolis. They brought... It basically looks like... Think about a Duke alternate uniform. It looks just like that. Yeah, that's not... They have blue pants, blue jersey, and a black helmet. The old Baltimore Colts jerseys were great. Yeah. maybe, Maybe they're thinking that they only have two... Two color palettes, white and blue, and so they wanted to throw black in there. It looks like when North Carolina did uh, their blackout on Thursday, what did they call it? Um, uh, what, they played off the, the movie, um, the Finding Bin Laden movie. Um, uh, 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 oh, Zero Dark Thursday. Yeah, they would call it Zero Dark Thursday. Oh, yeah, okay. so anyway. That uh, also sounds like something South Carolina The Seahawks are bringing back the Steve Largents. That I liked. Those look amazing. That I That's not bad. That's a home run. Minnesota, I didn't understand the intricacies of it, but basically they're going to their 1960s, 1970s purple, the kind that Fran Tarkenton wore. Yeah. For a throwback, and it's a big deal to them up there. Even though to me it still looks purple, right, right, doesn't right, look right, like right. any different. But they said the horn is different on the helmet. Um, the Eagles introducing the Kelly Greens from a la Randall Cunningham days. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a good look. You mean the Philadelphia Bulldogs? Yeah, no yes. doubt. Cleveland Browns introduced a white helmet, which why maybe they somebody said that they wore white, but didn't all teams back in the forties and fifties I mean, wore white? This is the great joke of the Illinois uniforms when they wear their gray uniforms. Right. But like the uniforms were not gray; it's just we're watching film from black and white. <laughs> so I wonder if it's part of that too. <laughs> like there's something hilarious about that. Like the uniforms were not actually gray, but they wear gray uniforms because when we watch Red Grange running, it looks gray because it was grainy black and white I'm film. Amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So you're it's like that's a, like having like a uniform that's like non HD. <laughs> Back before there was HD, this is what they look like. And it's remember, like pixelated. Do you remember in 1999 when MLB did the look ahead jersey? Oh yes, of course. Griffey had like the sleeveless jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the turn ahead the clock, yeah. of, and, yeah. and it was to be when what they predicted the jerseys would look like in 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Uh, but they, they thought baseball would ever come from being cool. I mean, it looked like something <laughs> out of Back to the Future 2. Yeah, yeah. I remember those jerseys and yeah. I remember thinking, okay, this is by Fox, like... It's like, it's like glowing puck era. Yeah, she never lit up the puck. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Did you see, I was going to ask you, did you see the Illinois, Illinois as a I was going to get to that. Okay, sorry. Sure. Um, New York Jets, they've got Aaron Rodgers. If you, if you look at the... Um, and, they, and they've got some throwbacks as well. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers' profile shot... Mm-hmm. He's wearing a kicker's helmet. Is he going to wear a kicker's helmet this season? It's you know it's got the bar cut off on top, and it's just a skinny little. No, I hope so. I don't. So... Yeah, that. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, it looked it's terrible. Crazy. It's not great. It's not great. I've read um, about, about uh, Aaron Rodgers for New York Magazine. The yeah, I, I, we have not talked about the fact that Aaron Rodgers th- uh, is going to be throwing to Miko Hardman. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. it's it's. I have all the feels. Nice weapon to have. Have the feels so. 
Then we got a few more. Uh, Tampa Bay, they won it for me with bring back the, the creamsicles. Um, and then the video they released with it too is excellent. It's something out of like a Quentin Tarantino 70s throwback film. Um, and then uh, today the, the Broncos released a white helmet with the old D with the, oh, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. stallion blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. That's going to look good, I think, uh, as well. Uh, next show, we're going to do college football uniforms, but yeah. I will talk to Will about the Illinois ones. I think they missed an opportunity because when they did show those new jerseys they've got, one, it looks kind of like Syracuse's jersey, and two, they should have gone with the white Illinois block letters across instead of just the I. I mean, I that would have looked amazing. I know. Yeah, yeah the, they, old, the script Illini is pretty The script high. Illini is great. Even when they, yeah, they, they, and even, even, if the, even back, I actually still like when they did the New York Giants Illinois. Yeah. They, like the, remember the old New York Giants. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. there's also a line. Well, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I like the line. There's a, there's a script Illini helmet too. Okay, oh, I like yeah. it when it's just yeah. Illinois. The Jeff George era. Agreed. Uh, that is my personal favorite helmet. I, that's not my thing, but it's better than the black eye. But yep. again, I, it's my favorite helmet because when I started watching Illinois football, that's yeah. the helmet they have, which is why all of these things are. But like that's why I like the Seahawks jersey. It's not because I care about the Seahawks or no colors. It's just when I first met the Seahawks, that was their color. Right. And so, uh, yeah, we'll talk college football uniforms next show. And, um, and so then for this next one, I typed into BARD. Do you know what BARD is? I don't. BARD is the, basically the chat GPT for Google. Okay. So it's an AI. And I asked them, I asked BARD to explain the new college football rules for 2023. How many things did he get wrong? Cause it, I don't know. I, I mean, probably so, a lot. So the reason he doesn't I, know. Yeah. The reason See, why, that's a bad sign. The reason why I said that <laughs> is because these might not be all the rules. I just Instead of doing a, a Google search, which mm. I, I could have gotten the answer that way. Easy, Tony. No, I'm good. Um, just I'm so here's, a half a drink in a bottle. Here's the most significant rule changes for the 2023 season. The running clock after first downs. The game clock will now continue to run after an offense gains a first down, except inside two minutes of either half. This rule is intended to speed up the game and reduce the number of plays per game. Here's the thing. Some of these CBS or ESPN primetime games border on three and a half, you know, yeah. four hours at times. When baseball tinkered with the pitch clock in spring training, I was very vocal about how much this is going to be terrible. I hate it. It showed the first guy where it was a Braves rookie or something in spring training where he got a a strike three called with bases loaded in a spring training game, and I about lost my mind. However, watching baseball this season has been very enjoyable because of the the game times are down by what 20 oh, 30 minutes it's great and again they're moving faster and things are moving yep. faster so maybe this helps i don't know i don't want to poo poo it without seeing it because i learned my lesson with mlb yeah i i have to admit having been to a couple of mlb games this year that i like the pitch clock <clears throat> my my problem with my problem with not stopping the clock is that you are you're fundamentally uh, limiting action, right? And scoring. And, well, scoring is part of the action, right? But you're fundamentally limiting action for the sake of making it a better TV product, which is you know the, what people have been complaining about, or people being me, for 15 years about college football. Mm-hmm. But having said that. Also, when it's 89 degrees and we're playing UT Martin. Mm-hmm. All right, wait a minute. That's a bad example because we play the game at 6. Uh, we're playing Ball State the next week at noon. Ooh. Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get the hell out of there. So, Who do you think it benefits? 
what type of offenses or what how, how are coaches going to take advantage of that? I mean, who definitely who it hurts are will be uh, teams that are uh, pound pound yeah. and ground teams because like Army. Uh, well, Army. Well, Army. Uh, Jeff Munkin. I got it right. Yeah. Jeff Munkin is changing his offense. Right. He's he's getting a little a bit away from the triple. But teams like that that like to run the ball a lot, it does, and, and to have no corollary passing game, it hurts because you're down three scores and it was ten minutes left in the game. That clock is is not your friend anymore. In 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 the past, like you could come back because you just you just commit to the pass and you can literally run five plays in twenty seconds. Yeah. But that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, Another thing to speed the game up, no consecutive timeouts. I like this. Teams will no longer be able to call consecutive timeouts. This Uh, rule is designed to prevent coaches from using timeouts to ice kickers. Yeah. By the way, if if you didn't notice, Kirby, uh, you know, with Ohio State, just called one. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, science. Guys, it's science. (laughs) Penalties at the end of quarters will carry over. Penalties that occur at the end of the first or third quarter will now carry over into the second or fourth. This rule is designed to ensure that all penalties are enforced and that the game is played fairly. I never picked up on that. Yeah, no. No, they'll have untimed downs. It's basically new untimed downs. And then finally, additional clarifications on targeting and roughing the passer. The Football Rules Committee also made some additional clarifications. Uh, These clarifications are intended to make the rules more consistent and easier to enforce. Yeah. I mean, I've never noticed the NCAA or college football have a problem with the roughing the passer call. That seems like an NFL problem. It is. It is. But definitely the targeting. Yeah. I mean, you can literally pick up Patrick Mahomes and throw him across the field. That's <laughs> fine. But don't look sideways at Tom Brady. Well, that you can't anymore. I mean, I mean, somebody's going to – I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be a beneficiary of that. So, Okay. Um, there's just a few more things here. Uh, SEC schedule, we're not going to get into it, but there are – I'll ask this as a, as a question. So if you think of the, the Power Five, Big Ten, Pac-12 – Big 12, but no, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, SEC. Teams playing at least 10, 10 Power 5 <clears throat> opponents in 2023. 10 Power, okay. So okay. the Big 10, how many of the 14 teams do you think are playing at least 10 Power 5 opponents? Well, well, it's easier for the Big 10 than Pac-12 because they're playing I, nine, they conference have nine conference games. games. Um. So you're asking which ones don't? How many out of the 14 are playing at least 10 Power 5 schools this year? I think Indiana is one of them. Illinois is, because Illinois plays Kansas. I just need a number. like a, One, a, two, I'll, I'll say four. Six. 13 out of 14. Wow. Really? At least Power 10 five? Power 5 schools. Big 12? Fewer, because there's Fewer. 12 of them. Um, well, there's 14. You got BYU and Cincinnati. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, six. Eleven. Wow. And I'll, I'll speed this up. Pac-12, 10 of 12 are playing at least 10. <laughs> I know the SEC number. Power ahead. 5. Yeah. The ACC has 15 because they're including Notre Dame. 10 of 15. Okay. Okay, I'll let you guess the SEC. How many out of the 14 SEC mm-hmm. schools are playing at least 10 Power 5 opponents? I think I think the number is four. That sounds about right. Two. 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 Okay. Gracious. South Carolina, 
Okay. And Florida. Okay. Because they've got FSU Miami and, and yeah. Utah. Utah. Oh, by the way, I can't wait to talk about that game. It's going to bring me joy in a way that I'm going to be embarrassed about and have to talk to my therapist, but it's so awesome. Awesome. It's amazing. But next year, they'll have nine. Yeah. They'll, have next, they'll have nine of it. Yeah. So, and finally, um, this is, I, I do this every year. Uh, this is the What Are You Doing Award for Power 5 Schools Scheduling a Dumb Game. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I, I can't believe we got to it already. I did like any other. Mm-hmm. We have to put some of these. We might have to put one of these questions off. Until some later. of these are less less egregious than others because I just wanted to fill. If Florida, Utah is not the first one. No, 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 no. So, so here's here's my rationale. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think Florida, Utah No, it's not, but I... My, my rationale is like you're an established team yeah. or brand and you're going to someone's field that you yeah. probably should have them come to you. Yeah. Didn't Vanderbilt play in Coastal Carolina or something? Tennessee. Maybe at home. A couple years ago, too. Yeah, okay. So you've got on, on August 31st, week zero, you have NC State going to UConn. Yeah. I mean, NC State likes to think of themselves so as kind of a baby SEC school. So close to football. They're going up to stores, Connecticut. And then on uh, on September second, you have Cal Berkeley. The Cal Bears are going to North Texas, Denton, Texas. Man, it's really I can't believe they're it. trying to come Berkeley, man. I cannot believe that North Texas has lowered itself to play Cal. You, you know who else plays Cal? At Cal, Mississippi, Auburn. Oh, it's Auburn. Oh, wow, it's Auburn. They go out to Cal. I think the third week or something <sighs> like that. Yeah. Hmm. Then um, okay, so you got about four of these on um, on September sixteenth. You got Vanderbilt going to UNLV. Oh yeah, that's why. I, I mean, maybe of, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, you know, it's fun to go to Vegas. Fun. But uh, you know, Vanderbilt. It's it, that was right on the, on the cusp. But I still I still gave They're it. They're school. Um, same weekend, same state. You have Kansas trying to build their brand going to Nevada. Wow. You know they played Kansas played the week before that on Friday night. They host Illinois. Mm. Really? Will they, be, will they be coming off a win? or I think Illinois is going to win that game. Okay, good. Then the same weekend, you have Alabama. They're on this list. Going to University of South Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I, I know. Saban I made a promise to some mom sure. in Tampa. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, same weekend, you have Iowa State going to Ohio. Hmm. I didn't say state. Really? You're going to Ohio. What are you doing? Yeah. You're traveling to a Mac school. That might be the worst one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you got two more. You've got on September 23rd, you have Miami Hurricanes going up to Temple. That's the one I was thinking about. I mean, what they used doing? to be Big East schools. I, and that's probably one of those um, giveaways when Miami got. I right. can't think of his name. Where's a tie all yeah. the time? Yeah, that guy. Uh, the co- the Gold, former coach. Golden. Yeah, yeah. Golden. yeah Al oh, Golden. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then finally, it's gonna be tough to beat that Ohio one. Yeah. Finally, you've got, and I get this is regional, but uh, Virginia Tech. They they continue to do. This. Don't go to James they, Madison. They, they what are you doing? Lo- they, they keep losing like at Old Dominion. Yeah. They've been there twice, and they've lost both games. Uh, they go to Marshall. Okay. Uh, so uh, Jim Donnan's old stomping grounds, and then the the last thing was schedules. Pour one out for Kennesaw State. They only have nine games this year. Really? They're going. They're independent they're this independent, year because they're yeah. they're going up to FBS. So they're yeah. uh, they're just playing nine random games and no conference this year. Yeah. Uh, so, but seven of them are home. Yeah. Where do they play? Uh, in Kennesaw, Fifth, Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Fifth Third Bank. Yeah, Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Uh, in right off 75 near Chastain Road. Also, I'd like to note if anyone is really jonesing for some early college football action. 
Georgia State plays Thursday night of opening weekend at the old Turner Field. Who are they playing? I gotta look. You can, if you've got in front of you, you can. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll look real fast. But um, uh, my, yeah, I, I told it. Are you going over that game? I'm not because my uh, William is going with Alexa to New York that weekend, and Wynn would not want to go, so I would not drag him to that. <laughs> that seems. I I saw that. I have not been to one of those games. It's yet. fun, and I've been there for two state championship football games, but I have not been. I have not been to that yet. Uh, for for. I've not been there for. They played for Coastal Panthers. Carolina there last year. So right. they played Army one. too. Yeah, I think it's speaking of team. Army, they go to an SEC school this year. Who they play at LSU? Hmm. Wow, that'll be a good game. The mighty Rhode Island Rams. Rams. Uh, Tyler Camarada, if y'all remember him, mm-hmm. uh, they play at Center Park Stadium. Center Park Stadium. Yeah. The 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 highway signs have still not switched from Turner. They have not. They have not. But it's, it is Center Park Stadium. Stadium. All right, I, I put, did put out a quick call for questions. We have a couple of um, we have a couple of easy ones. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the hard one first because I think will I think this is more a trolling question from Clem tweets. Does William Leach mind the penance he must pay as Cardinals fan for the dogs winning back to back? I think he loves the dogs and the Braves being the best team in baseball. I mean, I understand you guys are still like eight championships away mm. from uh, the Cardinals, but I mean, you keep going. Clem, you, you, you kind of set well up for that one. Okay, I'll handle this. And what is the best whiskey to drink for breakfast? The answer is always Maker's Mark. Yes. Um, oh, by the way, I, I, I don't mean, I want to make it clear. I'm not trying to disparage the Smyrna Braves. They are a terrific team. Uh, they are representing Smyrna in a proud way. Every time Both. I think... Of the Braves and that movie theater by there and all the locals that they represent. Good for Smyrna. I'm very proud for a proud place like Smyrna to have a great team. Um, I, I'm going to move on from that because <laughs> I know your second favorite professional football team are the, the, uh, the Richland uh, Bills. Uh, so that was that was the the whiskey questions from dog enthusiast at dog enthusiast. So the last is this, and this is a, a little more serious question. Dog on tap asked, leading receiver in yards from any position. McConkey. Uh, I mean, it's, I think it's got to be it's got to be Brock, right? I mean, I, I love I love Lad, and I think that's a, a possibility. I just think Brock is going to be, and we'll get into it, but I think he's just going to be so. Targeted, not covered in up. a targeting way, but yeah, yeah, he's going to be covered up, and so McConkey with his shiftiness and his experience, uh, I think, I think he could push a thousand. This, he is healthy. This he is yeah. healthy. Well, he's, he's clear right to now. Go. He is clear to go. So, but uh, watching Bowers enough last year, I feel like he can be covered, and they'll just they'll just could. carry them. Superman catches. <laughs> I mean, we look dominant, I guess the thing, but yeah, that's that's where I am. So, um. This is your reminder that uh, Jim Harbaugh is still uh, mm-hmm. suspended for four games this season. Correct. And Pat Fitzgerald is no longer coaching. Go Cats. Go Cats. Boy, you talk about a team that is – like Northwestern is about to be like a, 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 like a new – I mean, they though. were terrible last year at, 10, at 2 and 10. So. I mean, they are – I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm sorry. What's happened there was bad, and, and uh, I don't mean to disparage the seriousness of it, but uh, it uh, – you know. Go yeah. Cats. Go Cats. Um, All right, Scott. I'd like to note that the last game of Pat Fitzgerald's coaching career uh, was playing at our WSLS uh, closeout party last year. It was indeed. Mm-hmm. It was indeed. Um, all right. Well, hey, everyone. We'll be back in two weeks because in two weeks we're starting our weekly shows. 
leading up to that's how close we are to the season. So thank you for tolerating my blasphemy early on, my my blathering blasphemy early on. Uh, let's get down to some football. This will be fun next month or so. Until then, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Like Will said, we'll be back in a couple weeks, and we'll be previewing all of the other teams not in the SEC or named Georgia. So, yeah, if you have any questions and if you're still listening, send them our way. We will be happy to consider answering them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. Right. If we dang. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see you on campus in about a month. And, uh, as always, go dogs. This is such a better way. Nailed it. Go ahead and fade that out. See ya.